0: This is Brian Hill, and you're listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to The Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Wednesday. We're going to talk some comic books. All this week, we are celebrating 2020. And you can't see it because this is an audio medium and not a visual one, but there were air quotes over celebrating. 2020 uh, is over, thank goodness, so here we are. We're, but a lot of good things happen, and that's what we've been looking at. You know, we've been giving out our 90s favorite TV shows and movies and video games and everything. And today we're going to talk comics. 2020 was a hard year for comics. Uh, there were no new comics for a few months. You had the whole uh, DC left diamond and DC laying off people left and right and then bringing people in and then laying people off. and It was a roller coaster for a comic book fan. We didn't have free comic book day. We had free comic book summer, which, I, I'm sorry, was kind of a disaster if we're being honest here. Uh, the intention was good. You know, I get what they were trying to do. But, I, I don't know, I feel like it just didn't quite land. Um, but, but you know, good try, good try. They, they wanted to do something different, wanted to adapt. Everybody had to adapt, and, yeah, you know. Uh, there, but there were a lot of good books, lots of lots of good books from the big two and from indie publishers. And that's one of the things that I want to talk about, is uh, the, the good books. That we had this year. Now, I will say, uh, it was it was hard because there really were so many so many amazing books. Um, over at Marvel, you know, you had X Men from Jonathan Hickman doing their their stuff, the Ten of Swords. You had Donny Cates taking over Thor and doing some crazy stuff with Venom. Al Ewing continuing to kill it on the Mortal Hulk. Chip Zdarsky telling one of the best Daredevil runs uh, ever. Uh, it's just absolutely amazing. Uh, dealing with him, you know, killing somebody and the repercussions of, of that and what what comes out of it. Marvel's big summer crossover, Empire, had the Avengers and Fantastic Four put back in the front and the Kree and the Skulls and uh, I mean, there's a Marvel crossover. a lot of extra issues and stuff but it was handled really really well Avengers I loved Jason Aaron taking over doing some cool stuff with uh like Moon Knight we're getting into his Phoenix stuff now in 2021 but uh, just absolutely amazing amazing book and then over it the distinguished competition you know you had the Death Metal. Dark Knight's Death Metal from Scott Snyder. And Snyder's one of those people, I love his miniseries. I love his events. Um, For some reason, I can't get in on his long form. You know, but his short stuff is just amazing. And actually, the final issue of Metal comes out this week, so that's, that's pretty cool. You had Joshua Williamson wrapping up his Flash run, doing some year one stuff. Uh... The Josh Williamson, his run on Flash, I put right up there with Mark Wade as far as just iconic and so many things happening and never a dull moment. Uh, it was just really, really, really fast. You had Joe Hill getting the Hill House imprint and telling all sorts of weird, kooky, kind of scary stories that was under the black label sometimes, sometimes not. Um... You had the three Jokers from Jeff Johns, which was a good story, it was a fun story, but it was a kind of inconsequential story. Uh, the ending was just kind of schme. I really enjoyed all the Tom Taylor stuff. His his work on Suicide Squad, his work on Deceased. Um, Deceased it just roller coaster, one thing after another happening, and it was it was great. Uh, Tom Taylor. Also, doing some uh, Injustice, coming back to Injustice for year zero, which is really good. But, my favorite author of the, the whole year had to be James Tynan. And, part of that is his DC work and his indie stuff. Uh, he took over Batman after Tom King and kicked it out, not immediately with Joker War, but Second arc, Joker War, which changed the status quo of Batman, really got to get his characters in there and reset Gotham and do all this stuff, and it was it was great. Uh, he continued his work on Something Is Killing the Children. Uh, he launched Department of Truth and Wind, which are all just amazing, amazing films and I uh, films books. Sorry, there'll be films before long. I guarantee. I, I would put money on that. And the, the stories, the craft there is just ridiculous. I mean, the way he's able to write the Batman. And, you know, now uh, he's going to be writing the Joker story also. He wrote a lot of tie-ins for Death Metal. He was all over the place. And to be able to switch from that, you know, mainstream superhero I mean, Batman is one of the most iconic books, one of the flagship titles of not just DC, but comics in general. To go from that to wind about a, a kid who may have powers and in this, uh, this kind of fantasy world and to the Department of Truth, which is X-Files, I mean, kind of. I'm using these as loose descriptions. If you've read them, you know how great they are. If not... Go read them. They're just absolutely wonderful. And so, my writer of the year is James Tynan. He just... Amazing, amazing work on everything Everything they touch. Just wonderful. But, as you know, comics are also a visual medium. You know, there's an art side to it as well. And when it comes to art... I, I've been a long-time fan... Of Riley Rossmo. Uh, just, and this year, I think, was really just his year. You saw every event that DC did. All the 75th, 80th anniversaries. You know, Joker, Wonder Woman, Flash, all that. He drew a story in them. Um, all the, like the Batman, Detective Comics 1027 worked on that. Every, every time I picked up a major DC book, there was Riley's name in it and just killing it, you know. And this is after wrapping up Martian Manhunter, um, which was a mind trip and just absolutely beautiful. You know, a couple years ago had Deathbed, um, Hellblazer, just one thing after another. And I can't can't speak their praises enough. And it was announced recently that Riley's going to be part of the new Harley Quinn book. So that'll be real awesome. Uh, I know a lot of people love Harley Quinn, and to to see him on something like of that magnitude as a regular artist is just amazing. It makes me so happy. Uh, just Riley's awesome, and maybe coming on the show soon. Uh, pretty excited about that. Uh, nothing set in stone, but we're we're working on it. Uh, we've had a few back and forths and stuff, so that'll be really cool. You know, of all the original art and stuff I have, I don't have anything from Riley. And uh, maybe I can remedy that sometime soon. But any, when you have somebody that's in every single thing DC publishes, and not just in it, but producing iconic, amazing work in it, uh, you, you have to give credit where credit is due, and Riley is that credit. You know, every time those big collections come out with their, some people say hefty price tag, but if you look at your price per page, no, it, it's an amazing value. Riley story would always be the first one I would read, just because the, the energy uh, and the passion that just, Flows off the page is amazing. And the trippiness, too. Riley is able to not only tell an amazing story, um, which is a lot harder than most people think, you know, but to tell it in this surreal, trippy, yet also grounded way, uh, it's, it just blows my mind. You know, I've been a longtime fan. And really, after all the iconic stories this year, I I just knew, like, Riley is, is where it's at. And yeah, so, congratulations to James and Riley for that. Um, if I have to go with my favorite books for the year, my favorite miniseries would probably be the X-Men Fantastic Four it was really, really solid. Um, death Metal ended this year, so... Uh, and then my favorite ongoing series... Oh, I, I honestly, maybe maybe Flash, because Flash was always at the top of my list. Um, I know you're saying, oh, Lance, you should have known this before you recorded, but it literally changed, like, about the time I'm like, oh, it's Flash. And I'm like, well, but Daredevil was really good. Oh, well, Spider-Man had some good stuff. Well, Avengers was good. But then Batman was great, and so it's, it's hard. They really were. 2020 was a crappy year for the comic industry, but it was a great year for comics. And so I want to thank uh, not just James Steinon and Riley Rosmo, but all the creators out there who, you know, struggled through the year and continued to produce amazing content and amazing work and get us through that. Because I know, like, personally, reading comics helped get through 2020. And it was just wonderful and amazing um, yeah, I, I got to, Friday I'll talk a little bit more about some other creators I got to talk to this year and stuff, but let me know what was your favorite book of the year. You can let me know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, everywhere. Just let me know. Uh, email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. Make sure to follow me on Twitch at Night Nerd Podcast. And if you have the time, I'd love for you to check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash thenightnerd. But otherwise, that's going to do it for me today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Hey, this is Kari Payton. I'm Cyborg from Teen Titans and Injustice and Injustice 2. And Ezekiel from The Walking Dead. And you're listening to The Night Nerd. So keep listening. Also, booyah! Because I'm schizophrenic.